What up, humans? Welcome back or to the Professionally Silly Podcast, the podcast where we get to shoot the shit and talk paranormal. We talk about true crime stories and other interesting topics that I find online. It's your audible booth thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and welcome to the podcast hosted by a comedian who is addicted to coffee. I definitely have a problem. Uh, coffee Mate has a lot of fucking flavors, y'all. And there are, they are totally feeding my addiction and I love them for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> so what's going on with me? Uh, I had a kitty cat scare last week. My gorgeous kitty cat, Samantha, Sammy for short, got really sick last week because she got into a bouquet of flowers that my mother was given as a gift when she got out of the hospital. Now, actually, there are actually two bouquets. And of course, both of them have lilies in them. Yay! Now, if you're not aware, lilies are extremely toxic to cats. Luckily, she didn't eat any of the lilies, but she did eat some of the green leaves that were inside of the bouquet to make it look fuller. And I believe that it was um, a rabbit's foot fern. And my little mama was throwing up all over the place, foaming at the mouth, drooling at the mouth, both of those things. And I was hyperventilating and freaking the fuck out because... I made the mistake of going online to see what was going on. And of course, everything on the internet told me she was dying. Everything. But we got through it and she's doing so much better. Word to the wise, stay off the internet if you or your animals don't feel well. You can go on there to see what you should do for a hangnail. The next thing you know, you need surgery. You have all the cancers and 17 STDs. Oh my God. <laughs> WebMD, you are the devil. <laughs> the internet is such a scary place, y'all. Oh my God. But Sammy is back to her old self, running around, knocking shit over, and getting into trouble. So she's doing better. In other news, um, I've got two new YouTube videos up on my professionally silly YouTube channel. And I have one video that's called I Got Vaccinated. And it's pr- it pretty much shows me and my journey of getting my first COVID, uh, COVID-19 vaccination. I got the Pfizer, which is one of the best ones in my opinion, because that's the one I got. And <laughs> I say, I say that because first of all, both my parents got that one and I saw how their bodies reacted to it. So I was like, all right, cool. I can handle that. That's not too bad. You know, and when I got my shot, my first shot, I was really tired And of course, my arm hurts at the injection site, but that was about it, you know, but definitely, definitely check out the video. It shows the needle going in and everything. So, yay. (laughs) I was pleasantly surprised at how much that shot didn't hurt. I got to tell you, Um, the other video I did was showing you guys my new Oculus Quest 2. Yes, queen. So for those of you that are unaware of what that is, it's a virtually reality, it's a virtual reality headset, excuse me, that allows you to play some awesome ass games in the virtual world. You put in your headset and you're immersed into a world that just didn't exist before you put it on. It is amazing. You can also watch YouTube videos, Netflix, and do a ton of amazing shit that I never even thought of. Uh, I, I never I never buy myself anything super nice. So I decided to treat myself and treat myself. I motherfucking did. It's great. Holy shit. I can't wait to try Beat Saber. 
I want to try the, uh, the, the, what is it? The walking dead sins and sinners Wait, saints and sinners. I want to do the job simulations. There's so many wonderful fucking games I want to play. Soup's excited about it. Now, <laughs> both of these videos are available on my YouTube channel, the professionally silly YouTube channel. The links are down in the show notes. Do me a favor and, um, yeah, click the thumbs up button and support my visual silliness. And don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, don't forget to do that. Oh, and guys, I got my first podcast hater, my first hater for the podcast. Soup's excited about it. Once the haters come out, that means you've made it. I can't, like, I can't wait to share. I can't wait to share what it said. And, and by it, I mean the person who left the review. Now, And yes, I'm insulting this person, not because of the bad review, but for the things they said. Now, mind you, this review was not left on Apple Podcasts or another podcast platform. They took their sweet, their sweet time, sweet time, okay, to type and email this review directly to me. Yeah, they wanted to be sure that I saw it and was probably hoping that they would crush my soul. I'm almost positive that's what they wanted. And I'll be sure to share the review on the podcast uh, Instagram page. I already shared it on the Professionally Silly podcast group on uh, on Facebook. Uh, shout out to Marty Ass. His last name rhymes with ass. <laughs> oh my God, guys. And he wrote, first and probably last time listener, the audio was a substandard. Some of the co-hosts adds nothing. And I'm sure you're a very successful comedian, but I do not find you funny. Mildly amusing at very limited times. The political commentary was neither funny or necessary. We get it. A fat black chick in Georgia is a pro-Democrat. Not a, not a surprise there. I was surprised that you got the basic facts correct. So congratulations on that. Not the absolute worst I've heard, but hardly stellar. That burp was the pinnacle of its class. Four, 4.75 out of 10. So I responded, okay, thank you for your rude review that you took the time to leave. Have a wonderful day. But because of the kind of episode that today is, I decided to open the library and read this bitch. He deserves to be read. Let me sip this coffee. Hold up. Mm. Mm. God bless you, hazelnut creamer. Oh, you're amazing to me. So this guy went out of his way to insult me and my podcast did everything but call me a stupid nigger swear to god <laughs> now warning i'm about to roast his ass in a second never come after a comedian unless you're ready for the arsenal of commentary that they have uh it's going to be fun okay <clears throat> mm, allow the petty to begin uh, first of all marty first time listener probably last time listener i need you to do me a favor and change it into definitely last time listener also i'm not a democrat or republican i'm an independent but no one was running for president as independent so i voted for the president who was least likely to want my black gay ass dead okay at least not publicly <laughs> second of all marty I'm allowed to say whatever the fuck I want on my podcast. My political commentary is just that. Mine. Just like this podcast. Mine. <laughs> you don't have to find me funny. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And I'm okay with that. 
That, my dear, is how the world works. That's why there are millions of podcasts for people to choose from. Thirdly, I'm not quite sure how you're surprised that I managed to get the basic facts about Ed Gain correct. I have this thing called internet, okay? But I'm sure that was a poor attempt to insult my intelligence. Not sure if you're aware of this though, but black people can read now. It's a thing we tend to do from time to time. As for the burp, I had no idea that was coming. <laughs> but it was definitely better than a 4.75 out of 10, bitch. It was at least an 8 coming in here uh, rating my burps incorrectly. Shout out to White Claw, by the way. Mm. Also, I don't edit my podcasts. They are raw and unfiltered, just like life. As for my audio, I don't have expensive microphones, a laptop for editing, software at the moment, none of those things. I'm hoping to change that someday. Are you offering to pay for my update for my shit? Are you? Okay. I record everything from my phone and I'm proud of the work that I put into my podcast. By the way, where is your podcast? Cricket, cricket, cricket. Oh, okay, okay. Also, maybe don't go out of your way to try to take a strong black woman down. It's damn near impossible. We are used to people trying to bring us down and to belittle us. So we tend to have a lot more confidence than you fucking think. We have to. One thing we don't need is another man, especially a white one, to tell us about ourselves. Stay in your lane and worry about yourself, hunty. Sometimes... I can be a petty bitch, okay, y'all? And I'm actually about to show you. We have not even begun. The fact that you have a picture with your email is hilarious. You look like a fucking serial killer. I should cover a podcast about you alone. And why why are you bringing this small dick energy my way? First of all, get a pump and rectify your nub, sir. Thank you. And yes, I may be overweight, but I guarantee I look a lot better naked than you do. Both men and women would love the opportunity to see this thick chocolate in their bedroom, sir. Yes, they would. And I bet you cannot say the same. Last thing you see naked, you probably saw naked, was probably your mirror. Dude, before it imploded. That's the last thing to see your ugly ass naked. This motherfucker looked like King Kong in reverse, looking like a big bag of hell no. <laughs> Why does your hairline look like it's running from your face? Looking like the reason most animals eat their young. Look, if cat shit was a person, <laughs> I have a question. When is your trash pickup in your neighborhood? Because I'm going to need your ass to be outside on the curb on time, okay? And the fact that you called me fat is hilarious if you ran your mouth the way you do oh my god you you should you'd be in great shape if you ran the way that you do your mouth you, you would you would if soggy cereal was a person <laughs> i know damn well okay if what the fuck is that were a person that's you that's you baby that is you okay trying to shame me get the fuck out of here looking like a stale unfrosted pop tart you bitch i'm not insulting you marty baby i'm describing you that's on you honey not me you started something you were not ready for but i must also applaud you okay because you're the reason god created the middle finger yeah (laughs) holy shit and the library is now closed. You've been read, bitch. <laughs> God damn it. My listeners went on his ass too on face on the Facebook group as well. And my favorite one was the one by Tamika who said, he doesn't even go here. <laughs> that floored me. Also, uh, shout out to the I said dot I said goddamn podcast. 
and their listeners. They are fucking titties. And uh, they had they had some things to say as well. What up, Aaron? Stacy, love you, bitches. <laughs> now listen. Now that I've now that I've opened the world to petty, listen. You can leave a bad review if you want to. I don't care. But when you go out of your way to email me and insult me in every way you can think of, I might have something to say about that. And if I come across a podcast, YouTube video, TikTok, or anything else that I don't like, I do not go out of my way to insult the creator. I just keep scrolling until I find something that I enjoy. I don't waste my time hitting the thumbs down button or the dislike button. Just because someone is not your cup of tea does not mean it is your job to attempt to drag that person down. I love my podcast and all the content that I create. And okay, this is, I do. All right. My shit is fire. It is fire. And I love every last one of you that supports my content. And if you don't support me, that's fine too. But don't be a dick about it. Don't be a dick about it. And I mean that for every creator out there. I know that we've all gotten reviews and we've all gotten commentary that was literally written or typed just to hurt you. Do not let these just pathetic pieces of shit affect you. You continue to create. You continue to be you. You are amazing. Every last one of you, whether you create content or not, you are the motherfucking shit. You matter. And bitches like Marty, they are everywhere. And there's nothing that we can do about it. Now me, I decided to be petty because that's what I do. I'm a petty bitch. I'm a petty ass bitch. I'm not ashamed of that, but I don't give my petty to everyone. Marty, he's special. He deserved it. Okay, moving on to the show. Last week, we had a true crime episode and we discussed Ed Gain. That is the podcast episode that Marty hated so fucking much. Anyways, Ed Gain was a horrible, horrible SOB who is probably related to Marty. (laughs) Eddie killed and mutilated women and even made things out of their body parts. He was literally the real Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie series. Shit got real in that episode. By the way, shout out to Summer for showing, uh, you know, for joining me on that episode. She had no idea what we were going to be talking about or what was going to be going on. So her commentary was not a lot because she was too busy being floored by the crazy shit that I shared with her. <laughs> shout out to you, Summer. I hope your dreams weren't as horrible as mine. <laughs> but I really do. Uh, I really do love uh, having people join me and I'm hoping to, to do more guest host guest co-hosts with the show. So if you're interested in doing that, make sure you email me. My email is down below in the show notes. Okay. This week we have a suggestion from one of my kick ass listeners. I want to go ahead and shout out Willow for her suggestion and her story that she decided to add with along with her suggestion uh, petty revenge stories. Yes. Me opening the library and reading Marty was the perfect, just, just the perfect, perfect beginning of this episode. Sometimes it feels good to get your revenge, especially from assholes who deserve it. And it's hard to turn the other cheek at times. And sometimes it feels glorious when you don't. So before we get into the petty, (laughs) if you have any 
fun, scary, embarrassing, uh, funny, creepy stories that you want or experiences that you want to share, send them in. Email them to me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. I cover a lot of random kick-ass topics. So if you want to join in on the silly, hit a bitch up. Plus, if you have any topic ideas like Willow did, you can let me know in an email or at the um, Instagram and Twitter page for the podcast at It's Pro Silly or try our new Facebook group, the Professionally Silly Podcast Group. All right. All that information is down below in the show notes. Maybe you have uh, something else that you want to do. Just let me know. Communicate with me. Okay. My figurative door is always open to you. All right. If you would like to support this podcast, please leave a, a po- this podcast a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast platform that you're using. It's free. It don't cost you shit. It don't cost you nothing. I would appreciate if you took your time to be like, boop, boop, five stars, and you're amazing. Love your podcast. Or if you have something else that you want to say, oh, maybe I'm not that amazing. You want to tell me you have some suggestions, what have you. That's fine. But don't be rude about it and attack me personally because I will come for you. Oh, and if you do decide to do that, send me a photograph of you so I can really come for you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna start roasting people for fun. Okay, so <laughs> I guess we should just go ahead and get started on the Petty Revenge podcast. That was a long ass fucking entrance. Good Lord. Petty Revenge stories. Let's get to it. Let's get this petty show on the road. Let's start off with our first petty revenge story. Willow shared a story with us that I'll be literally reading for the first time with you. She labeled the subject title Petty Revenge Story. That that wet my whistle uh, quite a bit. And I just knew that this was going to be an episode uh, this week. So yay. Thanks, Willow. <laughs> now, Willow, from what I understand, discovered me on my TikTok page and uh, and learned that I had a podcast and a couple of YouTube channels. So she's been a member of the Smile Squad ever since. She's a lot of fun. Okay. And her story will be the first petty revenge story that we, that I share on this episode. So let's dip our toes into a pond of petty, shall we? Yes. And the email that she sent me says, Hi, Amber. I was listening to one of your pods, and for some reason, the story popped into my head, and I thought you might be able to do a whole episode about things people have done to exact revenge. This is my story, and it's 100% real. So many years ago, I was married to a man. Yes, I know. <laughs> Obviously, I was I was well in the closet at the time. Anyway, I discovered that he was cheat that he was a cheating asshole, and before dumping his sorry ass out on the street, I decided to exact some revenge. Here's what I did. He always loved when I made him meat and potato pie, so I decided to get to work with a very special recipe. Oh, Willow, what did you do? <laughs> I lovingly browned off the onions and garlic, chopped up some potatoes and added them to the pot before reaching for the large for the large tin of dog food that I had purchased earlier that day. Oh yes, that bad boy went into the pot and I and then I added some well-seasoned gravy to the whole thing before pouring it all up into the pastry. 
I added my delicious... Oh, no. Okay, I am opting out of sharing that because I don't want my homegirl to catch a charge. <laughs> the pure... I'll go into reading besides that sentence. The pure joy I felt as I sat and watched that bastard scoff the whole pie, telling me it was my best yet. And as a vegetarian, I had the perfect excuse not to eat the pie myself. Snap. When vegetarian, being a vegetarian saves your life. This is it right here. <laughs> the next day, when that cheating SOB was at work, I removed every single button from every shirt he owned. I put that, I put the shirt, I put the shirt buttons in the breast pocket of each shirt. I thought that, wait, I thought that, wait, I thought that this was a way more creative than just cutting up his shit. Okay, I see what you're saying. I thought that that was way more creative than cutting up his shit. He was, I don't know how to say this word, dyspraxic. I'm not a doctor. It's one of those medical words. He was dyspraxic with poor, fine motor skills or motor control. Again, the satisfaction I got from watching him struggle to sew about 200 tiny shirt buttons back on was phenomenal. By this time, he must have known that I had caught him, that I had caught him out, but he didn't dare say a word to me about what I had done. I sat there glaring at the cheating prick, mentally pleading with him to say something. Needless to say, I'm very happily divorced and now engaged to a phenomenal woman. Get it, get it, girl, get it. Who, who, as it turned out, made this made a dog food pie for her cheating ex. Holy shit! Clearly, we are destined to be together. I hope you enjoyed these, and they inspire a podcast episode. Stay safe, much love, Willow. Wow. Okay, I almost have no words, but <laughs> almost. I, I'll I will admit. Okay, this dog food and cat food these days they smell pretty good. Okay. I mean, they come with like real vegetables and real meat now. Like it's crazy. <laughs> got gravy and shit. You just put some Lowry seasoning salt on that. You got yourself a meal. I feel like, I don't know, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going to mention the other ingredient that she added to his meal because I don't want him to have evidence and take her to court. Okay. But let's just say it, it was something, <laughs> but the cheating bastard deserved it. Plus, everything extra that she added to the potato and meat pie was edible and not dangerous to humans at all. It really isn't. And uh, it's just something, it's, it's just not something that a lot of people would want to eat, okay? And Homeboy wants to be a dog. I see no problem with giving him dog food. I really don't. <laughs> also, how awesome is it that your new spouse did the same exact thing to her cheating ex? match made in heaven thank you so much for sharing the story with us oh my god and thank you for the episode idea what a wonderful way to dip our toe into the pond of petty uh it only gets better from here guys and i am here for it you understand i'm here for it <laughs> wow dog food get it girl okay so the next one is awesome and quite brilliant i must say remind me not to fuck with anybody in tech support and it reads, had a horrible bus at one of my tech support jobs. My boss was very rude, misogynistic, and demanding. So one day, I took a print, I took a print screen picture capture, JPG, of his background 
and then moved all his icons and shortcuts on his desktop to an innocuous folder and put the print screen JPG up as his background. So the shortcuts and the links that appeared to be on, on the desktop were just a picture and were not, uh, and were not clickable. He messed around with his computer for hours, unable to get it to, to function normally. <laughs> I can't help but wonder how long like it took him to finally figure out what was wrong with his computer. Now, this person used a lot of big words and computer jargon that I was like, what? 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 <laughs> but it sounds like that this person, what this person did was take a photo of their, of the background of that, of their boss's computer along with the icons and they hid all the actual clicking icons in another folder somewhere so he couldn't tell the difference uh, and presented that as his home screen and her shitty boss could not figure out why the icons weren't working when he clicked them that is fucking genius and i hope everyone is taking notes on this episode i really do i really do (laughs) i fucking love it Okay, on to the next revenge story, shall we? Let's move on, shall we? And the next story reads, The pettiest thing I ever did after a breakup was log into my ex's DVR account from my phone, delete all of her recorded show's movies, and set it and set it to record every ghost TV show and movie that I could find. Then... For a few weeks, I used my phone to turn her TV on at random times in the middle of the night and crank up the volume. <laughs> she wasn't she wasn't very tech savvy, so she didn't she didn't know that I could do that. <laughs> Shit, bitch, me neither. <laughs> I later heard from a mutual friend that my ex thought the house was haunted. That is. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious to be a fly on that wall. Holy shit. I, I need to know how he, he, or he or she managed to do that. I, <laughs> now I have a Roku and you can definitely download a, um, a Roku remote app onto your phone. I've done that before when I lost my Roku remote and then thank God I found it. Cause I prefer just the remote itself. But anyways, you can download the Roku remote app on your phone and do that. But you, I think you have to be, I think you have to be nearby to do it. I think I'm not really sure. I'm almost positive. That's the only way, but I never tried to do what he did or what she did. If if there is a way to do that without being near them, uh, that's also super awesome. I just, cause I don't have the time to stalk someone just play tricks on them. I don't have that kind of time, but I gotta say if I were her, I definitely would have assumed that my house was haunted too. That's awesome. Oh my God. And I so remember the DVR days this was before streaming was a thing and you had to strategically find and save the shows and the movies that you wanted to watch. You know, you had to find the channel, set the time, all that good shit. Because once they're deleted, they're just gone. That's it. You know, it's not like on Netflix or Hulu where you can just hit pause and you can pick up where you left, uh, where you left off a month later. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not like that. And those... those streaming platforms don't require you to save anything. Not really. You know, you can just put in the queue what you want to watch and get to it when you can. Hopefully it's before they delete it, but it usually lasts for a few years. You got some time to watch it, you know? Oh my God. 
Who remembers before DVR when you had a, uh, you had to be home, you had to be at home or in front of a TV by a certain time, because if you missed your show and you had, you, and you had to wait, that was it. You missed your show. You had to wait for a rerun. There, there was nothing more you can do. <laughs> if you missed your show, you, you just didn't get to see it. Good times. Good, good times. <laughs> and if you were lucky, you had a VCR that can record uh, your show or that movie for you. But if someone recorded over that, you were just screwed. I, and the thing is, back in the day, like when I was growing up, because I was, I was born in the 80s, okay? So I was a kid in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, it, we didn't know what we were missing until we got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wi-Fi is uh, kick-ass, no more dial-up. This, this is amazing. Are you kidding me? I love it wireless phones you don't have to have plugged into the uh into the receiver uh dope as shit cell phones that are now little computers things have changed man they have hybrid cars i'm told within the next five to ten years it's gonna be all electric cars like i didn't even know how much i wanted these things until it became available i have a camera that's called a gopro camera that fits in the palm of my hand and doesn't even cover the whole hand it's it's amazing. So to go from, you know, being at home so you can catch your show or you have to wait for the rerun or the <laughs> or the or the recap on the on the next week's episode to, oh, I can just watch any show from around the world. I don't know if you guys have seen Wentworth on Netflix, but it's good. It's like the orange is a new black, but it's Australian. And to be honest with you, I kind of like Wentworth better than orange is a new black. Leave me alone. But yeah, anyways, I digress. Let's go on to the next story here. <laughs> okay, so let's go on to the next story here. God, I'm so glad we have Netflix and Hulu, Amazon Prime. Disney Plus can suck a dick. I'm so angry with them. I'm sorry. It's just they own Marvel. They own uh, Star Wars and they're changing things. And it's just... You know, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones isn't going to be on Netflix anymore because Disney's a bitch. Like, I'm just... I'm tired of it. And I probably shouldn't say these things in case one day they want to work with me because I probably would. They have lots of money. But I'm tired of them buying shit up. I also heard they, they bought The Simpsons. Like what? Disney, you have enough. You have enough. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that, that was a little vent of mine. All right. So the next, uh, the, the next petty revenge story, it's a little bit longer than the others. So let's go ahead and take a look at it. And it reads... So I graduated from college a little late at 24. Honey, same. <laughs> Struggle with anxiety and depression that became difficult, but I made it. My part-time job was just what my part-time job the past couple of years was housekeeping for this large office. There are four receptionists in this office that basically got paid the same amount as I did, but they figured since they sit behind a desk all day and I took out their trash, that makes them above me and everyone else who does jobs like that. I'd catch them whispering and looking at me while laughing. No clue why I'm no clue why I'm a very normal average girl. They were gossiping about me. And they did things to deliberately make my job hell. I don't know them and never did anything to them. They don't throw their trash in their trash cans under their desks. They throw it everywhere all over the floor. They'll make a whole toddler-worthy mess in the lounge, 
one time even had a big whole pieces of chocolate cake smashed in the floor. Now, I know it was them. I saw them walking out and we've exchanged really bitchy, passive aggressive notes. They left me the notes with highlighted words and even exchanged sarcastic words to say the least. God, these bitches sound like fucking bitches. Like bitches. God. They are, oh, these are the type of people to treat people in lower positions than them horribly just because they think they're better than them based on the job that they do. I finally graduated in December and planned on moving back to my hometown to take a job there. However, a couple of weeks after, a management position in the office opened up. How funny would it be, I laughed to myself, if I if I rolled in as their new boss. I decided to be even more immature as hell and go for it. I landed the job. <laughs> the looks on their faces when I was introduced to everyone filled my petty ass with more glee than I'll ever admit. <laughs> Get it, bitch. <laughs> Don't treat people that, that do lower jobs than you like shit. You never know if the person is going to college and will become your boss and make double your salary or if that person is working hard to support their family and didn't go to college or whatever it may be. The world is shitty enough without entitled assholes making things worse for someone just to make themselves feel better. You hear that, Marty? Bitch. Sorry. <laughs> First of all, that story is fucking epic. I almost have no words. Uh, shit sounds like a movie. It was perfect. They need to make this a movie. Is it not a movie? Somebody uh, let me know in the Professionally Silly podcast group if you've seen a movie or a TV show where this exact thing happens because I want to see it visually. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah, my nipples are so hard for her. Oh, you mm, go, girl. You go. <laughs> that goes to show you, man. That goes to show you. Be careful what you say to people and what you do to people. You never know if you may need them in your future. That revenge dish was so goddamn delicious. Oh, I want to hug and high five this woman. And also, since so she's making good money, are you single? What's your credit score? Let's discuss that. <laughs> this is a great episode. Willow, Willow, you're the shit. Thank you for suggesting this. We need to do a petty part two. That needs to be done. Oh my God. <laughs> Yay! Uh, this petty revenge episode is giving me so much life. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, let me have some of this coffee here. Oh my God. I am riding high on caffeine right now. Mm. Oh my God. God bless you, coffee mate. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. So the next story is a little long, but I remember when I read it the first time, I was like, yeah, this... This has to go up on the episode. I'm loving this petty shit. I am loving it. Okay. It reads, I used to work at Best Buy and Geek Squad, and usually the people working the closing shifts had to clean up their departments and such. We had just gotten a new manager who was an outside hire from Circuit City. Damn, I didn't know Circuit City was still a thing. <laughs> he was trying to be a hard ass and flex his management powers by being a meticulous cunt about cleaning during closing duties, asking shit like, 
Did you clean under the registers and, and Windex and dust, etc. About every little fucking thing. A buddy of mine that I was working with and I started our closing duties a little early since the store was pretty dead that night in order to be able to leave at a reasonable hour. We pretty much wrapped up 15 minutes after the store closed, so we got the manager to do a walkthrough so we could leave. He's looking around and everything seemed to be in order until he looks behind some signage on the shelf and runs his finger through picking up some dust. He has this shit-eating grin on his face and lets out a little Weasley laugh and says, Looks like you guys still have some work to do. My buddy and I looked at each other and we both just knew what had to be done. We cleaned the entire department, top to bottom, inside and out. Every drawer was emptied, dusted, wiped down, brochures organized, every computer in the back was moved and the shelves were dusted and wiped. Floors were vacuumed twice. The top stock was neatly arranged. Every inch of the department was gone over with a fine tooth comb, twice in some spots just to take longer. 10 p.m. turned into midnight. Everyone was long gone except the three of us. <laughs> he was looking weary and tired. Midnight turned into 2 a.m. and we were still going at it when he finally came out of the office red-eyed and exhausted and said, Guys, let's go. But we still haven't dust under the computers and it's fine. Let's go. <laughs> Buddy and I took our sweet time gathering our things and clocking out. We both were also we were both also off the next day and Kant's manager had to be in early for a conference call, so it made it all that much better. Every time he was <laughs> every time he was the closing manager after that night, he never gave us trouble again, simply asking us if we're ready to go when the store closed. Justice prevails. <laughs> Now that's petty as fuck. <laughs> and I am here for it. I love it. Yes. Oh my God. That is pettiness right there. And that's what he fucking gets, dude. And if you ask me, he started that petty battle and then lost the petty war. Listen, if you're a shitty boss and no one can fucking stand you, you might want to change your ways a bit. Okay. Because there are ways that people can fuck with you without you even knowing. Or fuck with you, what you knowing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There is absolutely no reason to be a dickhead to your employees. No reason at all. My petty ass would have gotten a Q-tip and individually key, uh, cleaned each key <laughs> and the sides of, of, of them, one key at a time on the keyboard. Okay, justice, bitches. <laughs> also, I had no idea that Circuit City was even still a thing because this... Um, this website that I got this from, the story itself was shared like in 2020. So seems kind of recent. I don't know. I just remember being in high school when Circuit City, it just kind of disappeared in the area that I lived in. I just never saw it again. And the same thing happened to a store called, um, what was it called? Media Play. Media Play. And I just assumed they all closed down. I don't know. Because this is around the time Best Buy started to expand and you would see those bitches all over the place. But anyways, justice prevails, bitches. God, I love that. <laughs> Holy shit.
Uh, who else is enjoying this episode? God knows I am. So good. Let's go on to the next story. And it reads, I took the family out to eat at Applebee's. The lot was full and I saw a customer come out and leave. So I waited for him to pull out and take the spot. Guy pulls out and a car full of young girls just pull into my spot. You know the type. Well, I rolled down the window and told him that I was waiting for that space. And the driver says, too bad your name wasn't on it. Wow. That's just how I feel like they spoke. <laughs> I was livid, but just wanted, but just waited for another space and went in and ate. And the girls were at the bar doing shots, getting wasted. We enjoyed our meal and paid the waiter. I then asked the waiter if he wanted to make 20 bucks. I asked him to go to the girls 10 minutes after we left and tell them that they all got, that they got a call from someone that said they had keyed their car and that they should have parked somewhere else. I did not key their car. I called him about an hour later and asked how it went. He said they all went nuts, screaming and shit, and even called the police. <laughs> bonus cops came and found no damage to the car but noticed the girls were too damaged to drive cops left and circled back and watched the car the girls come out get in the car start the car and the parking lot explodes in blue light busted duis and pds for all ah <laughs> shit I did not know about the bonus. I did not know about the bonus till a week later when I went back for a few beers. The waiter recognized me and told me the bonus story, laughing the whole time. Another 20 bucks to the waiter. Best 40 bucks I ever spent. That, <laughs> that is petty as fuck and I am what? Here for it. I can not. <laughs> Karma is a bitch. But sometimes that bitch gets lost and needs to be guided to her final destination. That's all. <laughs> the best part of that story was that he didn't actually key their car and the server got some extra money. So it sounds good. And it's a win-win in my book. So for all of you assholes out there stealing parking spaces and being complete douchebags behind the wheel, this, this could happen to you or worse. Someone could actually key your car. <laughs> Don't be a douchebag. I feel like that's a lesson we should all take from this story, from all these stories. Oh man, I love that. That's amazing. That is amazing. I hope that this happens to me so I can do this. I, I want to do this. <laughs> Holy shit. This podcast episode has has definitely just, just breathed, breathed, bitch. I don't know. I got new life in my lungs. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> Words are hard. Okay. So this is our, our final and last story uh, for this particular episode. And it's, oh my gosh. <laughs> so far, the first six, uh, the first six stories that I share with you guys have been amazeballs. And there are tons I'm telling you tons of petty revenge stories online. I'm not even kidding. Like just the other day after I had already, you know, written up the script and found the stories I wanted to, to have, I found a website. I think it was pettyrevenge.net. I'm almost positive or .com, pettyrevenge.com or .net, one of the two. And um, 
Yeah, I I didn't even know about that when I was doing research for this episode. I just Googled petty revenge stories and then I found these out of hundreds of them. So we may need to do a part two and I hope that you guys decide to join in and send me your petty revenge stories. Okay, so the next one here is our, is our last one and it reads, I was just walking by, I was just walking back to my car from class and I had to cross the professor's parking lot to get to the student lot. I came across an older man getting into his car and I noticed that he is, that he had a large cup of coffee that was still on the roof of his car. I've done this before and really appreciate when someone tells me that I'm about to drive off with my drink on the roof. So why not pay it forward, right? Hey, mister, you in the most condescending tone I have ever heard. No, it's doctor. Oh, sorry, doctor. Never mind. So I just stood there and watched as Dr. Asshole throws his Camry in reverse, spilling his full cup of coffee all over his windshield and window. Dr. Schnarky flashes me a look that can only, <laughs> that can only be a look of remorse mixed with anger. He probably realized that I was just trying to help him, but was pissed that I decided not to. He didn't even get out of the car. He just sped off. <laughs> yes. I love this. First of all, how in the hell was anyone supposed to know that he was a doctor just by looking at him? You drove a Camry, buddy. Okay. I know some fast food workers who have Camrys. Teachers who have Camrys. Police officers got Camrys. Students who have Camrys. It's, you're not special. <laughs> I'm not supposed to know. <laughs> Mind you, and by the way, I'm not hating on anyone that has a Camry. Calm down in the tweets, all right? Jesus Christ. Okay. Mind you, uh, this is a complete stranger trying to do the quote unquote good doctor a favor. Okay. I've had a couple of people in my lifetime let me know that I was about to drive off with my drink or my food or a book on the top of my car. You know what I'm saying? And I was extremely gracious and grateful that they, you know, let me know. And I have often let others know the same. You know, I like to pay it forward when I can, you know. And this butthead was so embarrassed that he decided to just continue driving with coffee all over the car. Uh, <laughs> too bad, so sad, Dr. Coffee. And I am what? Say it with me, people. Here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Love it. Holy shit. This is just like a great episode. Uh, Willow, you are the shit. That's, that's, I gotta say that right the fuck now. Uh, this was such a fun, random topic. Shout out to Willow once again for this topic idea. I have the best listeners. Holy shit. If there is anything you can take from this podcast episode, it's don't be a cheating bastard. Okay. It, I think it's very important that the men out there and the women out there or whatever it is you define yourself as, I think it's important that everyone knows that uh, a lot of women are super into true crime podcasts and TV shows. I, I'm being one of them. And we know what not to do. And we have, uh, we have a complete how-to channel called Investigation Discovery. So don't be a dick. <laughs> also, in general, uh, don't be a dick to people you don't know. Because you never know, you know if they could end up being someone you need in your future professionally silly life rules people okay i'm here to save lives <laughs> oh my god if you have any stories that you want to share you can send me your stories to my email at it's professionally silly 
at gmail.com. It can be scary, funny, embarrassing, uh, paranormal. Maybe you just want to say, hey, email me, okay? Everyone but Marty, or unless Marty wants a round two, please indulge me. <laughs> please. <laughs> Don't forget that you can also leave me a message on Anchor app or my Google Voice number, 805-664-1828. Once again, 805-664-1828. Marty, I super hope that you call this number. I really do. Please call me. Uh, leave me a voicemail or a text message and I'll put you on the podcast unless you guys say otherwise. I would love, love, love to hear from you. Uh, shout out to BoredPanda.com, BuzzFeed.com, and Metaspoon. Dot com for their amazing petty stories. If you have a petty story of your own, uh, share it on the Professionally Silly Podcast group or email them to me and we may be able to do a part two because I soups love it when my listeners include themselves in the podcast. It's like my fucking favorite thing, like for real. Oh my God, I love it. Thank you guys so much for your support and coming back every week. You know, I'm Shan. I, I, I love it. I love it. And if you're a first time listener, listen, welcome welcome. I hope you had some audible fun and that you return to join me every Friday as we get professionally silly up in this bitch. And if you're new, you can binge me. A bitch is bingeable now. Yes, do it. Because I have over 170 podcast episodes for you. So get to work. (laughs) Also, don't forget to support your girl by leaving reviews on whichever podcast directory that you're using especially Apple Podcasts, if you got that. They are the podcast gods. And if they like you on Apple Podcasts, you have a better chance to reach more people. So that would be fucking titties and I would love it. And also guys, if you are leaving me reviews on other other podcast platforms and I haven't said anything about that yet, do me a favor and screenshot that and email them to me or go ahead and send them to the Professionally Silly Podcast group on Facebook so that I can go ahead and share your review Uh, here in the air. That would be awesome. And also, I want to thank you guys, those of you who who have taken the time to leave a review. It means the fucking world to me because it doesn't take a lot of time. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so fucking much. You have no idea how much I need and appreciate uh, what you're doing and who you are. You guys fucking rock. (laughs) You know, I like to share the Apple podcast reviews uh, because those are the ones that I have access to currently. So uh, let me know once again, if you've left a review on another platform, just screenshot it and uh, and get it to me. You can do it to the Professionally Silly Podcast group on Facebook uh, or the podcast or IG Twitter page. And both of them are at, are at It's Pro Silly. Okay. So leaving a five star and written review really helps your girl make it into the podcast algorithm. All right. And it helps my podcast uh, be suggested to new listeners, which is my goal. And I feel like I said the word podcast like 18 million times. Sorry. Um, I know I haven't done this in a while, um, in a couple of weeks, but this week's PSC podcast shout out corner is the spam goddess podcast. All right. The host Lacey Mosley keeps listeners up to date on current rackets, digs deep into the latest scams and breaks down historic hoodwinks alongside some of your favorite comedians. It's like true crime only without all the death, you know, (laughs) true fun crime. So get your scam on with the scam goddess podcast. I think you guys will enjoy it. 
I really do. Make sure you guys let them know that the Professionally Silly Podcast sent you. None of our PSCs really need shout outs for my tiny podcast, but I enjoy, I enjoy these podcasts and I feel like you will too. So I like to share them with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. y'all my name is Lacey Mosley and I love fraud hoodwinks hoaxes swindles and double crosses which is why I want to tell you about my new show scam goddess my new pod is dedicated to all things fraud and that's coming to earwolf Tuesday October 1st as a part of my congregation each week you can listen to me alongside of some of my favorite comedians break down some of the greatest grifts hottest hoodwinks coolest cons from the past present and future don't get caught Happy y'all from tender shakedowns, insurance rackets, and international con men of mystery. We cover it all. Some of my favorite guests include Paul F. Tompkins. I was gonna get a coin from this. She's gonna probably yeah. come out of jail richer than she left. Do you think this was the scam all along? <laughs> Lauren Lapkus. Oh my god, wait, so are they just like your loan is still with the original company that yeah. it's with, and then they're just like, we'll help you, and they're like, just give us $17,000, we'll pay it off, and then they're actually just keeping the money. Yeah. Nicole Byers. Fully sociopathic, and I kind of love it. <laughs> it's like, in between rides, you're murdering people. <laughs> but not to rides. Okay. <laughs> no, I'll get you to your destination. He still got safe. five stars. Ah! Jamie Loftus, Miles Gray, and more, honey. So be sure to listen to Scam Goddess when it premieres October 1st. Subscribe now on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Oh, man, make sure you guys check out the Scam Goddess podcast. It is a lot of fun. It really is. If you enjoy the Professionally Silly podcast and you want to help out, you can now support my silly content by making monthly donations. This will be very helpful in making the Professionally Silly podcast even better and help move the silly forward. You can now make monthly contributions as low as 99 cents a month, which, you know, hey, let's do that right there. That's that's, that's a good deal. (laughs) $4.99 or $9.99 a month right here on the Anchor app. And if you have commitment issues, listen, or maybe you don't even have Anchor, there's always PayPal, my friends, www.paypal.me slash Amber Smiles Jones. Help me keep the silly flowing. Also, guys, make sure you check out the show notes for some bonus information, like my social media stuff. I got Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, two YouTube channels. A bitch is on it, okay? All of my personal and podcast social media information is down in the show notes. Also, don't forget, we do have Instagram and Twitter for this podcast, and they're both called at It's Pro Silly. I should have some photos pertaining to this episode, so go ahead and take a look at that. And we also now have the Professionally Silly Podcast group on Facebook. Join us! Join us! And share your opinions of my older and or newer episodes, post-suit silly true crime and paranormal memes. Let's just have some fun, okay? Because the world is already serious as hell, and it's just nice to have a place where you can laugh and not be judged. That's what we do there. And if you're into it, I have a P.O. box, so you can now snail mail me. Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia, 30250. That's also down below in the show notes. 
Once again, I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness, what? Seriously. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step because there are pieces of shit everywhere. (laughs) Take care, guys. Bye.